Are you my podcast? 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 Sarah Colonna. Um, this was a bit of a reunion for you and I right now and just everyone. How are you feeling? Mary, my nipples are hard. I um, need to. I, <laughs> it could be because we've got the air on high, but that was a big nipple hard making <laughs> episode, I think. The end just got me real jazzed up, but we'll oh. we'll get yeah, we'll get into it. Yes. It just so many things. Yeah, and showing this stuff for next week. I'm just like, all right. Oh, also you made a, de- a debut on Reunion Part One. I was like, there's my girl. Yeah, a little flashback to the after yeah. party. There I was in my in my top that looked like someone slashed my shirt in half. That no. I because it was a bad in choice. Your, yeah. In your hot jumpsuit. They were probably <laughs> they were like, what they're like, whether this is relevant or not to the reunion, we gotta get this girl back on here just for a couple <laughs> seconds. It was a hot fucking jumpsuit. Oh, I love a jumpsuit. Um <laughs> well, yeah, it's a reunion. Real quick, um, I would like to tell people that are listening that I'm performing in Chicago, June 10th through the 12th at Zany's. Yes. Uh, yeah. Zany's on Wells Street. Uh, it's an awesome club. It's been there forever. I'm doing five shows. So there's lots of opportunities um, and lots of tickets for me to sell. So <laughs> please come June 10th through 12th, sarahcolona.com or zanies.com. Um, or just Google it like you're, like you're old school and you'll find it. Well, I was going to say, and not, not to take, not to take away from you, but if you're, if you're in the Midwest and you're closer to Indianapolis, I'm also going to be performing that same weekend, that same weekend, the 10th and well, just a Friday and Saturday, 10th and the 11th at the, uh, helium in indianapolis now okay 10th and the 11th mary Mm -hmm. and mary redzinski.com yes mary redzinski.com so depending on you know i would drive i my cutoff to drive to see you would probably be around eight hours so i'm gonna say go go to go to chicago but if you're around indianapolis and you want to come hang with me i'll be there where is are Indianapolis and Chicago like how far apart? Are Wait, they? I think they're like three hours. I think this is but just I, Mark's. Like, just your your our editor slash your lover is just banging his head against the desk yeah, right now. We talk about geography. I just, I just heard a window shatter, and um, no, he. I no. That's why I'm saying I would still I would drive further than three hours to see you. But either way, I I'm just plugging it because that's what I'm doing. And it we just we're gonna be in the Midwest, so watch out if you guys if the middle middle of the country feels a little a little off. It's not your fault. It's our fault. It's our fault. Um. So that's where we will both be the, the weekend of June 10th, and then. Um, if you're not on our Facebook group, are you my podcasters? It's a very fun group. And if you are not on our Instagram, it's at are you my podcast on Instagram. And we do have a Twitter, but we really forget to tweet most of the time because there's just so many accounts. But you can for so sure many. go follow us anyway on are you my pod. We jump in on some hashtags every once in a while. Um, <sighs> and then we have a Patreon with four exclusive episodes. Right now, we just do a lot of random stuff and it's super fun. We are also planning on adding a little more extra married at first sight juice to our Patreon for the next season. 
So yes, just stay subscribed and everything and keep listening. And then, and also rate and review us, but only if you have something nice to say. And if you don't, don't be a, don't be a Karen, you know, yeah. just leave us. Don't be a dickhead. Just <laughs> say something nice, hit the five stars. And if you don't feel that way in your heart, just move on with your day. Yeah. You know, you don't have to. Um, <laughs> poor Karens, you know, Karens really got like, there's so many good Karens and then they got that and they just got stuck with the, the Karen name. But I think most of them embrace it and just think it's funny or, or not. Um, or there's a lot of ladies <laughs> right now that were very, they were referred to their name was Karen. And then now they go by like K or care, you know what I mean? Just cause they're like, I don't want to deal with this. I don't want to be should associated. Start, maybe we should change it to, maybe we should change it to Lindsay. Or Alyssa. I don't know. Oh, I'll tell you. It's really up in the air. I'll tell you what. I I think, you know, I think you're right. At the end of this episode, we're going to decide the new Karen. If it's going (laughs) to just based on how we're feeling, if it's Lindsay or Alyssa, because I'm right now, I want to smack both their heads into each other. (laughs) Okay, well, let's get into it because uh, and there's obviously going to be part two next week. So we'll start with Jasmine and Michael, because obviously I was bummed. We both began to have strong feelings for them. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, honestly, I was thinking at the last episode, I I, I could have like played hard to get a little bit. I've really put myself out there with them, but looks like maybe not a thruple, but I could probably woo my way into with one of them. I don't know. Okay. So they didn't stay together. We learned. I'm going to be honest, Sarah. I, I was surprised. Really? And I, I think it's because of doing you know, or just seeing Jasmina on after party. And like, I like, obviously Michael wasn't there or whatever, but like nobody had their significant others with them. And I just, in my head, I felt like in my eyes, I was, I just thought they were together. I don't know. I made it up in my head and I, I fell hard. Well, you, yeah. You were definitely wrong. Yeah. You fell I, hard. <laughs> and I was very wrong. Um, well, Look, there was a lot of flashbacks. There was a lot of stuff about um, what was the word that she said or that he that she used aggressive. Aggressive. Did she use the, right. Yeah. 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 And so there was a lot about how he didn't like that. And it made him sort of back away from talking to her for a long time. And I mean, we saw most of that anyway, but I don't think I realized that they just really well, <laughs> didn't talk. That is exactly my takeaway from tonight was what was that. They talked a lot, like, you know, the last few episodes of like, yeah, we really wasted the first month. We lost four weeks. But but yeah, like they legit didn't fucking speak for a month. Yeah, it sounds like they didn't communicate unless they were on camera and had to is what it sounds like. I mean, I guess in my mind, I thought, oh, they're not communicating um, as in it's not being received and like it's not take, working yeah not that they're, but i yeah just sitting in silence yeah you know, with their arms crossed watching like tv pouting. Yeah, yeah like just not even looking in in the same direction or at each other yeah well, I, I, I i was worried when they didn't move in together and yeah she basically said or he said that he called her two and a half two and a half weeks later i think they said yes. uh and that he wasn't getting what he needed from it and and he said, you know, if we take out that we were married and then I made vows, really, there's nothing else for me to hold on to. Now, she talked about how she was communicating with him daily, texting him to start conversations. And as much as I am a person who doesn't like to talk on the phone and, and also just want to text, um, I don't <laughs> if John and I only lived in separate houses and only texted, 
I don't think that we would have a lot of growth in our marriage. Yeah. So it just seems like, yeah, it was I feel just- like even you would give John one phone call a week. I feel like, I feel like you would even break down and be like, you've got 30 minutes. Tell me, tell me what you got to tell might. me. I'm Maybe. not sure. One of my friends <laughs> left me a message today and he was like, I don't even know why I fucking leave you a message because you're not going to call me back. And (laughs) well, all I know is when I have when I have like a long thing I want to talk to you about or something, I have to compose it in the notes app before I get into the text because I know I know it's not going to happen over the phone. So I but I've learned, you know, well, do we have we have catch ups here on Zoom where we start recording, we actually get to talk and be productive. That is true. Yeah. So as much as I support a texting relationship, in this case, when you don't know each other well, and you've started out as as friend zoned pretty much for the last month or whatever it is, and and from the beginning really. But I don't see how it was going to really progress from there. And I think that's what he was saying was like, if you, I'm not getting what I need in the sense of I don't need some. I mean, at the end, he said something about I have enough sisters. So ouch. Yeah. But yeah. Yikes. Hey, shout out to Viv though because that was the one where when they said, well, how did things turn around after the four weeks of like hating each other and then they started tolerating each other and it was viv's exercise where they had to were they blindfolded and told each other i don't know fucking answer yeah. some questions and stuff and i was thinking that must have made her feel good like i feel like if i was viv i'd i'd be i'd be like oh that's too bad they didn't make it but i'd be happy that it gave validity to my job as an expert that something i offered to them helped them. oh yeah oh yeah you know? she was she was backstage and stood up and chest bumped Dr. Pepper or something <laughs> during that. She was like, look at me. Yeah, I fived a mirror. Yeah. She was just <laughs> real, uh, real thrilled. I was happy for her. Cause we don't, we don't give her a lot of praise. Also now I can't get a visual of Viv trying to chest bump Dr. Pepper out of my head because they're very different. Well, she heights. would chest bumper with her <laughs> vajay, you know, <laughs> poor Dr. Pepper would get a face full. Oh man. I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Listen, it happens. Things happen. Wait, Things come up doc- out of our mouths. They put Dr. Pepper up on like um somebody would pick her up gently and put her on the coffee table. Yeah. And then an they apple would, box. An apple box and then they would chest bump. And then Dr. Flap but Dr. Flapper. Dr. Pepper would fly <laughs> through the room. I gotta quit making shit up in my head, but it could be really funny. It could be fun. It could be fun. And yeah. there wasn't much to talk about. I mean, Kevin basically said you were friend zoned. It wasn't going to happen. Um, Jasmina made sure to keep mentioning that she was not attracted to him. And I, I actually understood both sides of the conversation when he, when she said, but I needed you to do some romancing, talking, whatever it is, telling me I look pretty doing this and that. And he said, but you kept putting your hand in my face, not putting your hand in my face, but you basically kept saying to me, I'm not into you. It's not a thing. Let's not push it. So yeah. I actually got, I got both sides of that. I, I, and she even said at one point, I said it too many times, but you get where his mentality was of, of feeling rejected. So why would I try to sort of romance you? But at the same time, she needed someone to kind of get her there. It just, just felt like bad communication. Yeah, it really did. She was saying, no, thank you. Right, right out of the gate. And then, yeah, he couldn't, he couldn't come back from that because then it, it felt to me that that whole thing about her saying like, don't, you know, speak to me aggressively. That really got to him because he didn't, 
he didn't feel like he was being aggressive. And in my brain, I'm thinking maybe in, in his head, he was just being passionate or meaningful and it was loud or whatever. So he probably thought any other time he has any feelings about anything, he just has to keep it inside because, you know, even if he's like, just you look keep really it pretty. Don't cry out loud. Just keep it inside. <laughs> what song is that? I think it's called Don't Cry Out Loud. Oh, oh, okay. And then I think I well now I have to Google it. Keep keep it. Go keep talking while I All right. I mean this if there's not a Google sesh, then we haven't done our poor job properly with this podcast. Don't cry out loud by who? (laughs) Yes. Yes. Melissa Manchester. Okay. Well, that's gonna be on the next podcast. Oh well it won't. We can't get the rights to it. Anyway, you made your point though. Yes. uh, I sure did. Boom, boom. Now, you know, good luck to both of them. If that psychic's right, uh, Mike's fucked for about five years. And, (laughs) um, you know, Jazz has about a year and a half. Kevin was questioning him on, someone's piqued your interest? And obviously someone had in the way he was answered because he kept saying, well, I'm not dating. But I wanted to be like, well, I mean, if uh, according to the psychic... You're yeah. not dating anyone for a decade. So if someone's piqued your interest, you might want to run up to them real quick. And I was going to say slip her the tongue, but you can't do that. That's not, you'd have to get to know her first. Anyway. Yeah, you do. He didn't learn much um, from from this relationship with Jasmina other than he's just going to keep his tone a little less aggressive or something. But I like them both. I hope that they... Too. I'm disappointed. I'm real yeah, disappointed. I, was I felt yeah. the minute they said they weren't together anymore. And then, but it's funny because even Kevin said, he goes, well, you look like you're a couple. You look. So I thought they were going to say, yeah, we still hang. We're just, we're, we're fully Figuring in the friend zone. Body. Oh, you're just like, right, bodies. right. Like, yeah. And then, and then once they started talking about it, I was like, oh no, they're, I don't think, I think Michael was like, I don't, I didn't want another friend and I'm not getting another friend. Yeah. I think. I think he might have shut that down because they looked like they're kind of doing the drum roll, look like they were having some fun. And then and then that went away. <laughs> yeah, so. it did. You're right. As soon as it came out, because they were their body language. Again, I, I, I thought I thought they were doing fine until they told us that they weren't. So, well, oh. I would say Stephen Noy had some serious growth. That was impressive. Um, yeah, it was. They're still together. You know what else is impressive? Uh, Steve's bank account, Sarah, because I think that my takeaway was that it's very hearty. It's very healthy. And once uh, Noi was, you know, either made privy to what's in there, a lot has calmed down for her. Well, it was interesting because Kevin asked him about the bank account and he didn't. He just says, look, I proved I'm responsible. I gave her a plan. I talked about different things. He said something about uh, investments, which I think, yeah. And he said he was like on one of the first ones or something, which I think a lot of people kind of forget to remember. Some people are just really good with their money as far as investments and stuff. I'm not one of them, but my husband is. And so there, that stuff can really ramp up the, (laughs) uh, the savings or whatever, depending on how it is. But to me, I just wanted to go, well, why wasn't this the, the conversation you guys had? on day one when this became an issue so that we didn't have to hear about it all fucking season. I know Sarah, right? I mean, how much they do have a lot of time off camera. 
why wasn't this just nipped in the bud so we could move on with our lives? Because because she was perfectly at ease with it now. She's the, he says, yeah, well, what changed was I gave her a plan. I'm like, why didn't you fucking give it to her a while ago? Because this, oh, yeah. we were all pulling our hair out listening to you guys go in circles with this conversation. I mean, the fact that she's keeping her apartment, no, no qualms about that or whoever's you know again money seemed to be the biggest issue but she's very comfortable keeping her apartment they have his house sriracha looked amazing and said the best thing (laughs) when kevin asked sriracha what she thought about their marriage and she was like it's cute (laughs) (laughs) oh i love her so much yeah um it was what was interesting because she said that they need to work on communicating as in Noi needs to always say how she feels and Steve needs to work on not being condescending. And then Sriracha was like, not necessarily condescending, but sometimes it it comes across as you're scolding her, which I could see that because of their dynamic. Right. Um, Totally. Yeah. yeah, uh, Especially when he is trying to get her to tell him how he feels and then, and he keeps doing it, then it starts coming across like dad or something. Right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. There's a little bit of that. Like, who? like, like, like lessons are trying to be taught when he's talking to her and stuff. And yeah, I mean, I do like the fact that they were very quick to say that they're going to have a baby within the next year, which led me to believe they're already like, you know, raw dogging or whatever. <laughs> I think they're already, st- they've started trying. There's no pulling out oh. for Steve and Noy anymore. And I'm going to, I don't know that for sure. It'd be weird if I did know that for sure, but I'm going to stand by that. I'm going to stand by that. I will tell you that there is not a term that makes me both cringe and brings me joy <laughs> as much as the term raw dog. Raw it dog. Is yeah. So terrible and so wonderful all wrapped at once. <laughs> it's very graphic. You get exactly yeah. what's going on here. And I really really enjoy when you just drop it into conversation. So thank you. <laughs> well, you're, you're welcome. It's, it's, you know, it's very rare that there's a phrase that can make you cringe and giggle at the same time. And I'd say raw dog is right up there. Top of the list. Top yeah. of the list for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, good. Um, I like, I, it makes me happy. Yeah. Thank you. I needed that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, it was just interesting to see them talk about Everything that was a problem, her being not flexible about the three kids, now she is. Her wanting to keep her apartment, him not understanding it, now he's got no problem with it because they spend basically six nights a week together. I just, I, where, where was, what was all the bullshit tension for? If you guys were all going to be fine with everything that the other one wanted this whole time. Well, you know, I thought about that too. And one thing that was mentioned, I, I want to say, Minimum two times, maybe three times, is that they are in marriage counseling. And it leads me to believe that the experts aren't really experts with shit with them, you know, or whatever. They weren't, so they, they're, it sounds like they're actually um, participating in marriage counseling, real marriage counseling. And, and who knows? Maybe it is with the experts. I don't think it, I doubt it. But um, I think maybe that has made a big difference. Yeah, I appreciated that when they said that they were because Steve seems like the type that would say we should try counseling and she seems like the type that would agree to it. <laughs> that would say, well, who's going to pay for it? <laughs> Let's, how much crypto you got, buddy? Those sessions ain't free. 
Yeah. So I I just appreciate that they were they talked about that and it's actually we don't often get very serious on this podcast, but it's nice that they put that out there into the world because I think sometimes marriage counseling early on has stigma behind it or something. So it's kind of cool that they're like, yeah, we went right into marriage counseling and shit's and clearly are so much better communicators. I'm sure they yep. had a 45 minute conversation about her Instagram that made a th- the the counselor want to tear her hair out. But <laughs> I bet you that the counselor just deleted her Instagram account right right then. It was like this is a fucking nightmare. I don't I don't ever want to go back on here again. Oh, uh, but yeah, that was I mean that was kind of it with them too. I just felt yeah. it was it was nicely actually just kind of boring other than a quick shot of sriracha in there that we got to enjoy. I love when sriracha oh. said she was not surprised by the attention she's getting from being on oh the my, show, which I thought I was really funny. Yeah. I mean, honestly, come on. Uh, Married at First Sight makes sriracha an expert. I mean, you and I want to be there so bad we could taste it, but sriracha belongs there. Oh, yeah, because they remember the clip they showed with um, remember as if we didn't just watch it. But remember the well, clip yeah. they showed five minutes ago that basically sriracha said, well, what do you want to do? And I thought Steve held it well in the sense of saying, it's not about what I want to do. It's about what she needs to understand from me for us to move forward and for her to be comfortable. But it was kind of an interesting question. I guess that's, <laughs> what do you want to do? Do do you want to, is there a, a dream or is it yeah. just as you've set yourself up and as you want to keep doing it this way? I, it was just kind of interesting, but Sriracha... Uh, Steve wasn't having it. Steve was like, I'm not answering that question. <laughs> yeah, Steve, Steve pled the fifth. And I like that Sriracha would ask, even when she was talking to Noy in previous episodes about stuff, she still would say things like, well, Steve needs to do what makes him happy also, you know? So it's like really finding out like, where can you guys meet in the middle versus like you just go to work or you just shut up about it, you know, that like wh- you guys have to truly figure this out. And it looks like they have. They have, and it feels like Sriracha is kind of not heavily involved, but it sounds like supportive and also maybe talks to them both, which is always good when you have a family oh my member. God, that, what if Sriracha is their marriage counselor? Oh my God. I, I hope that's a, I hope that so. is a show I would watch all yeah. day. Yeah. Sriracha counseling people. And also, like, yeah, I'm not in marriage counseling, but I might be if Sriracha was my counselor. Oh my God. Me too. I just want to be around sriracha and i want to just talk about other people's relationships i know but i'd be like okay so can i pay for a marriage counseling session but then can you and i just go to brunch and you can talk shit about everyone to me (laughs) can we do that yes yes or i would just i probably would talk about my relationship but i would be like pick all the things that annoy me about mark and be like how should i deal with these things and then just like record it and play it for him (laughs) that's what i would do here hey mark i had a great session today here's what you got to do play yeah, yeah. Get, um, get your notebook out buddy okay katina and elijah one should we discuss yes. them next yes again yes. it was it was there was some Quick, positivity kind of. yeah listen those cooking flashbacks i could do without but oh. i i just want to cringe every time it seemed good that he says he when he watches it he knows he has to watch his tone and sometimes he can't believe how stern he says things. They talked about the f- the moment of him, him saying her food was inedible. And Katina talked about how she fucked up an air fryer. And listen, I've never even used an air fryer. 
I'm a, and we I'm have one and I'm too. terrified. Do you? Yeah, Mark will use it. I'm terrified. I feel like I finally understand. I told you I have a major skill with knowing how long to microwave things. I'm not fucking swaying from that now. I'm trying to learn something new. No thanks. <laughs> you really do. I If you guys don't know about Mary's secret true, power, true mm-hmm. secret power, it's that she knows exactly how long to to microwave things and it's very like impressive. anything like it can be a combination of of leftovers from different establishments it just i mean honestly it's just it's a gift but anyway neither okay what about there. say what about like like a a, a meat pasta okay so Ooh, there's like a, a, a pasta because okay. you got to warm up the pasta but then there's also chicken but you don't want to overheat the pasta which probably warms up faster than the meat right well have they been have they been together in the refrigerator or they're still separate no, it's together. It's like a together. chicken. What I would do is just my natural um, gut would tell me to put 144, a minute, 44 seconds on 60%. And so then it would do that. And then you stir it. And then after that, I would do 33 on high. And then you would stir it. and It would be perfect. Okay. And yeah. I, again, I feel like you are the one that taught me that microwaves have a percent thing. Mm hmm. Yeah, I learned that from my mom. I come from a long line of microwavers. (laughs) (laughs) Happy Mother's Day, Mom. (laughs) Oh, that's too Uh, good. Yeah. Okay. Listen, we were horrified by things he said. We were nervous when they stayed together. We didn't know. This episode made me feel like he really actually watched it and learned some things. Yeah. Um, He said... Again, he doesn't expect a meal every night. He they figured it out. They compromised. They balanced. She likes to go to restaurants. Again, oh, it fucking took you that eight weeks to figure. You know, just it just seems so obvious to the rest of us that yeah, that that's yeah. exactly what should have been said from the beginning. But I guess it took him that time of seeing it back. The one thing that really, really, really caught me that he said was that he has all these people in his life and no one ever pointed out to him that he was acting like an asshole at times. <gasps> I know. And that I, I and know so he, being on the show and having himself called on certain things seemed to really register with him, which is good. Well, that's what it felt like a little bit like where, you know, I don't know. However, he grew up in me. I'm, I'm assuming from a small, like a young age, it was whether I'm assuming he saw a situation and, or, you know, whether it was his own or friends or family where again, the, the, the woman or the, you know, the wife makes the food and has the dinner ready. And, you know, the man comes home and clearly he was very misogynistic with a lot of shit. He said this season, but it felt like it was a learned behavior learned sense of what he thought just was normal more so than just that like that's his true belief you know and so like he learned from this show that like no dude like it's we're not there right now it's that's not how it is it doesn't have to be and i feel like he totally embraces things when they're pointed out to him like you said that like he finally had a situation where he got to look in the mirror a little bit and have you know, and, and and maybe correct some things. Yeah, hopefully, because that's what it sounded like. And he sounded very positive, and so did she. I thought it was very sweet when she said, I knew in my gut not to give up on you. My gut just kept telling me not to give up on him. And that made a big difference to me because I think there was a lot of 
concern, not, not, I think I know I, we all read right. it. There's a lot of concern, um, on blogs online and Reddit and even on our group and whatnot that he was hurting her. Right. Like, right. Right. I don't feel that way from watching this today. Last w- week when we saw the decision day and I, and there were some choice of words, like we talked about on our podcast last week that really got me hyped up and sensed where, you know, I overlook some things, this and that, that kind of shit. Yeah. I, I hate. Right. And I don't, and I, and, so then today when he or tonight when he was talking about it and he says that he understands he needs to work on his not just tone, but the, the, sometimes he couldn't believe things that he said and whatnot when he sees him back. So I guess I'm saying my it seems to me from what I'm seeing tonight that Katina is is good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's how that's how. And I feel like we always kind of thought that because we again, we've said a million times like she didn't she didn't come across as someone who wasn't going to stick up for herself or stand up for herself. But yeah, when she got emotional and said the the whole thing, like, I'm glad my gut was telling me not to give up on you. And she was it's because she saw that like that hope or that the potential. And he he he's grown more than anybody there. No question. Yeah. He really talked. I, I felt like, and who knows, we still have a part two, so he could fucking well, blow yeah. this whole thing up on oh, us. I know. But yeah, it felt uh, as if everything he's there. I didn't feel like there was an undercutting in anything he said to her tonight, unless I missed something. Um, I, I don't ever want to know what they were talking about, about the nighttime relaxation end oh. of the night thing. It all I could think about was last week when he said, sometimes he lets, Let's him, her. see him naked and you said here i'll show you my i'll show you my dick in a shower have a nice day and <laughs> it is so i was just i don't i don't want to know well it seems like it sounds like the nighttime <laughs> ritual was that they had graduated from him merely letting her see his dick in the shower it seems like it was like you know second or third base if seeing a dick in the shower is first base. You know, it was something beyond that, that they were not comfortable talking about on TV. And I would like to thank them for that. I'm glad that Kevin Frazier moved on. Um, I was afraid that they were going to keep digging. I also love how everything he'd answer. He'd be like, Oh yeah, Kev, you know how marriage is Kev. I'm just doing the best I can here, Kev. It really made me laugh. And you know, RIP Isaac, he's out of there. They're going to be okay. And if they're not, It'll be for a good reunion. Where are they now? Special someday, you know? Right. I know. Well, we do. We have next week. So like we said, it can all blow up in our face. And then there's then then there's the where are they now the week after that. And we could find out God awful things. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But I felt I loved that he um, Kevin said he must have known. Maybe he told Kevin what he was going to Kev, <laughs> what Kev. he was going to do because mm-hmm. he said you want to do something to show the validation that you believe in her. And he we just looked at her in the eyes and then he got down and he gave her that ring and she was like, fuck yeah, I deserve mm. that ring. I mean, she's like, I fucking waited for this and she probably went back. Who who got the, um? oh yeah, Kay. Noi. She Noi probably got went, one. Yeah, yeah, she got Noi before. She probably went beh- like backstage and was like, hold, like trying to like comparing dick size. Like, hey, what's yours look like? I bet it looked like a nice rock. It did look like a nice ring, and I'm sure it, uh, Elijah won not to be outdone by Steve that day when he saw him pre- present Noy with a ring. He was like, uh, 
what's the guy's name that you were talking about on the what's the website? What do I got to do to get one of those? I'll, oh, you know, yeah. and Steve was putting the ring together online and it was a weird commercial. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Elijah like, one was like, excuse me, I'll do that too. I want a sponsorship or yeah, I want to be whatever. I'll, I'll get one. Yeah. She deserves it. I think it's nice that he, it'd be funny if somebody just, I don't know, maybe somebody out of the blue proposes on next week's like they just keep trying to one up each other or like throws another <laughs> ring out there they're like well here's a mortgage to here's a house there's a picture of the house i just bought yeah uh, but i did i felt good i felt i felt good about them tonight and that's all too. i can hope for <laughs> well it's like jesus i mean honestly between i really was I, have I like not been here, been here? Have I just been like a, a shell of my human self? I, I would, I thought Michael and Jasmina were going to be the ones that like, oh, okay, they made it the long haul and that maybe Katina and Elijah Wan didn't. But now here we are, you know? Yeah, I was thinking, especially because of the way she said it on decision day and said, you know, our marriage needs more time and, but she wasn't going to be with someone who doesn't believe in her. I thought, okay, they're going to get off camera and this shit's going to continue and he's going to expect this uh, home-cooked meal every night and expect them to be able to... All this shit. And instead, it seems like he realized that all of that is ridiculous and they just worked it out, which is what we were all screaming at the TV from the very beginning. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me, dude. So... Whatever it took for him to figure it out, if he really did, my you know, knock on wood, then they should be good. <laughs> yeah, I think I think so too. I mean, I, you know, we'll we'll check in on him on occasion, but just hopefully they didn't talk about if they had um, put the P in the V. But no, I mean, they talked about it last week. Remember on decision day? Oh, like, that's right. right after, they did. You're yeah. right. You're right. Okay, just kidding. Just kidding. Yeah, okay. After, after they said yes, after they locked in, like being married, they went home and did wifely, wifely, oh, that's and right. husbandly things. Okay, I'm sorry. You're right. I was just so caught up with whatever the fuck this nightly ritual was that I was confused for a minute. But you're right. Yeah, maybe they have to sleep head to toe and meet in the middle when he gets for him to fall asleep <laughs> we, or something. We really need them on this podcast. We need to talk to them. We need to find out. We do. I don't know. I'm going to be like Pastor, Pastor Cal and not be able to know about the nightly ritual without having my ears just removed well, I'll just afterwards. Say- earmuffs sarah and then i'll say okay guys what the fuck is the nightly ritual i want pictures <laughs> charts graphs use your words i want to know what it is i want because maybe maybe you and i could benefit from a, a nightly ritual maybe i sometimes i have a hard time falling asleep sarah and you know i'm i melatonin only does so much maybe there's some sort of nightly ritual that mark could help me achieve <laughs> before what me to go to sleep what if he's like, oh, the nightly ritual is you jerk me off with your feet. Would that be relaxing? <laughs> I'd say only if I could have one of my favorite shows on during it. Then okay. I would I actually be fine with that. It'd be like multitasking. You know what I mean? I'd play my play my little word game on my phone. I love Boggle. A little bit of a quad workout while you're on yeah, it. Yeah, a little quad workout. <laughs> Sounds like a staycation if you ask me. <laughs> oh, okay. Can we talk about Chris and Alyssa real quick? I mean... Yes, we can. And we're going to. And yes, I can't stand her. I mean, no one can, right? It was okay. First of all, the thing about her saying that they had fun at tennis when we all know that she was screaming (sighs) that he needs to stay away from her. Um, But (laughs) when 
when she said it's a false narrative to say that she wanted to stay in the apartment to hang out with people and that it was something about if we're going to keep filming, it was because I didn't want to be driving back and forth all the time. It's such bullshit. And I was so pissed. The show didn't roll the tape right then and there for us. But they did later when they she was sitting in the lobby and talking about because that's when Chris said, you know, when it when the chain words changed from the what's the word that starts with the P that they always use about the show experiment. The process. Oh, the process. process. Yeah. Experiment doesn't start with a P, Mary. Well, it, uh, I'll be honest. Sometimes you don't always say what you really mean, but experiment <laughs> has the letter P in it. So that's why I went there. Okay. <laughs> Foot job giver. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so she, when he said she stopped talking about the process and started talking about the experience. Now they did show that later. What? I, she was sat on that couch and said, I want to be part of, I want to have the experience of being with the girls and being in the apartment. She said that. I was like, I know she said that on camera. I'm not losing my mind here. And now, she did. She's, she's like, honestly, I was going to say she's like a shitty politician, but she's actually like a really good politician because you know what she, she's lying through her teeth. You have the proof to be like, no, you totally didn't say that. But she owns it more than anyone I've ever seen. I mean, it's it's un. Canny. I don't. That's probably not the right word. But she had a she had a real serious spray tan going oh, on. Oh, it was a very serious. See that as someone who is a big fan of the spray tan, I have the skin of a newborn. Can't go out in the sun anymore. It's a long story. Uh she needs to get it a day or two before. You know, there's a whole process, or, or else she's just going too dark of a shade. I think she just went too dark of a shade or I'm not quite sure. I've never, I've always been afraid to get a spray tan. I got one once when I worked on um, that Netflix series Insatiable because I had to be like um, in a bra and. Oh in, yeah. Yeah. And, well, it's like, yeah. And they, so the show wanted me to have one, by the way, but someone in the lighting department was like, we got to get that spit of pray t- a bitch of spray tan. No kidding. Someone was like, <laughs> we can't fucking those blinding white legs from the Atlanta winter can't be, They're I can't like, color correct yeah, those. We can't, there's not a filter for this. We really need to bring in some, uh, some, some artificial coloring. No, I, nothing, I lo- nothing yeah. makes you feel both more self-conscious and also appreciate like, Oh good. I got a free spray tan for the show, but also like, Oh, they're telling me I need to get a spray tan. <laughs> I think they just believe that my character would have more color, which is true. She was probably never really was. She was an Alina, you know, a Georgia girl. Anyway, I got a spray tan, and they came to my place where I was staying, and you just get fully. Na- it was so weird, but I loved it. That that to me is is a spa day. I used to have a girl that would come to my apartment. She brought a little pop up tent thing. I stood in it, tits out. We talked about our favorite TV shows. I wanted to be friends and go get drinks after she thought it was probably weird and went on about her day. But like, I felt really close to her. And uh, to this day, I have a spray tan package. I at the place that's not far from where I live now. I'm I will be pro spray tan forever. Yes. No, I'm I'm all for it. I just felt like hers was a little aggressive. And maybe yeah, it it's was. Just because- I guess it was a bit of a sort of a deviated fire. Yeah. No, but maybe, she, maybe the show offered it to her and then they went a little too dark just to fuck with her. Oh, I hope so. I hope so. Because she is just, she just has that look on her face. Like she is about to call someone out that farted nearby. You know what I mean? Like yeah. she's just constantly 
displeased with everything. And also the way she talks when she was like, um, I just wanted to live in the building to be closer to the girls. And it, like what really kind of ticked me off or surprised me, should I say jarred was jarring was at the end of the, when they, when they all got together and they, so she got to hang out with them all, all the time. Do they like her? Because it didn't seem like they were all friends whenever there were group uh, things. But then was it sort of alluded to a little bit tonight that they're like buds? I'm not sure. I didn't really understand. And I feel like we need some some further answers on yeah. that. And maybe maybe we'll get them next week. I mean, I, look, Jasmina, Katina are both just cool, nice. I just I mean, Jasmina can have a bit of an attitude. Obviously, we saw you know, her, as she said, tone and whatever at the beginning. But as as far as like a girl's, she seems like she'd be like super nice to to hang out with like she doesn't feel like she'd just be a bitch to you for no reason yeah. and for yeah. some reason um so i just think they're just like whatever I, that's my opinion i have no idea i'm just making shit up that's what i hope Lindsay, obviously no they don't get along and no. then noi i can't get a read so maybe they're just not wanting to get involved in any drama and then maybe they all bond over that Lindsay just brings all the drama i don't know no, it's exact, but it's clear that Chris is truly a friend of everyone in the whole group. You right. know what I mean? Like, like people are very outwardly like, oh, yeah, Chris is such a great guy. And oh, yeah, I talked to Chris. And nobody's like, oh, Alyssa and I had such a nice week. Like, nobody was, was bragging about the time spent with Alyssa. So I, right. she's just Except hanging Lindsay on. did say that, oh, yeah, Chris and I became really good friends. And obviously, I just don't have anything with, with Alyssa, Alyssa or something. But yeah. I, I I hated that she started off acting like she was about to apologize. Oh. She said, Kevin, can I just say something first? And I was ready. I was like, okay. If yep. she says, I watched it back. If she gives me an Elijah Wan speech, I watched it back. Holy shit. How did no one ever tell me I'm an asshole? This and this. I would have mm-hmm. been like, all right. I mean, I still wouldn't want to go have drinks with her. But Right. No. Um. So, and instead, it just launched into a fake apology of... Poor me. I came in for the right reason. Um, I just wasn't physically attracted to him. He wasn't my type at all. Just and and then started saying how she was in a mental state afterwards and she didn't know that how she was acting. And fuck off. You you're yeah. a grown woman. And maybe once if you we saw several times she didn't know she was on camera and she was saying terrible things about him. And calling him a, you know, the used car salesman thing, which I love that he was like, if I would have known she said that, I would have been out sooner. So much. I know we set a record, but I would have, I would have, that record would have been even faster. So she came out saying that she's like, like you said about the, like, whatever, she didn't have an attractment. She's like, and we didn't share the same core values. I've been with Mark for over eight years. I'm not sure I know all of his core values. Like, shut the fuck up. You didn't she you didn't learn about his core values um between the wedding and the reception when you were complaining and crying in the bathroom and talking shit. Like when nobody calls her out. And and in fact, it looks like somebody must call her out or an expert or at least not even call her up, but question her on next week's um, reunion. And where they better where she says she's like, I was told that I was going to be out here because I was not going to be attacked and I'm feeling attacked. And it's like, oh, Oh, my says it's just a question. I think that was the clip anyway. Yeah, it's so 
It's so infuriating to listen to her say that and blame this on I, my brain wasn't working right. I was just the mental state was not good for me. It's all again. It's me, me, me. There's no responsibility of like, I cannot believe I acted like that. Again, I will give you one uh, caught off camera rant of just being a, yeah. a twat, a bitch, yeah. a baby, whatever. Right. I'll a give twat. you one <laughs> title to my third album. A twat, a bitch, a baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you that. But right. she did it repeatedly. And in fact, we saw never before seen footage where she said the same thing she said about Chris. I don't want to be around him. I hate him. And then she did it about the experts the too. Ex- I hate them. I They're the reason them. I'm in this place. Yeah. <gasps> I mean, it is so, that is not, that is not having a bad day. That is no. you, that is you, that is over several different days. She said shit like that. No, she's, she's a varsity twat. When the, when Kevin asked her why she like, well, okay, you're at the honeymoon. You, you knew from the beginning that you didn't want to go, but why? So why did you get on an airplane and go to the honeymoon if you knew literally within 30 seconds of uh, seeing Chris's smile at the altar that it wasn't going to work and you didn't share the same core values um, and, and teeth, whatever requests that she's like, well, I thought I had to. No, you just wanted. I don't, she's she sucks. She just sucks. And I hate she that we're even suck. giving her airtime. I hate that she gets to be on the reunion. Well, she's just going to keep she's she's digging her own yeah. shit again because right. she's not making herself look any better. But like I said, she, I'm open minded. She had an opportunity to just and instead she still she never apologized for the shit she said to him. Chris said nobody deserves to be talked to like that. You don't know anything about me. And like you said, core values. It's because she went on his Instagram or someone sent her an Instagram or something uh, is is she's going off of remember she said she oh, saw some photo right so yeah it's like it's like you're not even talking about like you said you didn't there was no there was definitely no time that they spent off camera together we they made that clear right, right. they made right. it clear that she wouldn't talk to him she made it clear she wouldn't talk to him off the camera so there wasn't a time where they sat down and she went oh my god i had no idea that you have these completely different values in life than i do there it was, it was none of that it was all she she judged him from the groomsmen, which, by the way, groomsmen, not great, guys, not helpful. Yeah. What yeah. you said, agreed. But she made her decision then. She made her decision when she first saw him. And then she made and then she she found the groom. The groomsmen said the thing about him maybe coming across as condescending. And she just fucking went with that and ran with it. And that's it. Just a bit. It. I honestly I would have so First of all, that's why you and I could never be experts because I'd be like, it'd be like being pulled out of a bar fight. Like people would be pulling me and I'd still, my shoulders would be in. And I'd be like, yeah, say it again. I'd be like, listen, you little snot nosed bitch. Like her talking shit about the experts and saying that she lost trust in the experts because she didn't get what she asked for. She didn't get, get matched with her person. And if they also, if Kevin Frazier does not bring up the, what is it? The tiger tattoo or the tattoo or the, that it's really on right. Steve, but it's not on Chris or whatever, then that's a real missed opportunity for, for whoever's putting this together. Because I would, I want to know what she says to that. Does she really think Steve was, was her person, but be, he Noi locked out because her psychic didn't get on the porn or something. We saw her true colors when they showed that number four scene footage that she she did. I hate him and I hate them. Like that is her. That's who she is. She's a brat. Yeah, she's an entitled brat, and that's it. And it's annoying 
that she d- had the opportunity to just like be nice. And then we have to see her say I'm a good person next week, which I, uh, I'm like, did they pay I her think, to say that? Or is she trolling us or what's going honestly, on? Honestly, it's, it, it feels like a, like a black mirror episode with like, she's it. I think twat is the adult word for brat. Right. Right. Yeah. So that's what she is. Well, I loved his energy and oh my uh, God, he seems he's flourishing. Well, he's so calm. And so her, so her brattiness only gets highlighted more. And I, and I honestly, if she was smart at all, she would realize that, but she's not, she has no self awareness. So she doesn't see that by him saying things like, oh yeah, I mean, I, I obviously would have just tapped out sooner and, um, uh, it's wasn't hard for me at all, actually. Like, and and him just being calm about it and just saying, you know, you just really don't get to talk to people the way that she talked to me and nobody deserves that. And and her just digging her heels in and acting like she just got so wronged in this process and having no awareness that he obviously didn't have a great time either. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, she she just tells it like it like it is, Sarah. Do you, I would rather be anyone in the world than her mother or friends can you imagine how insufferable like she's out to brunch and they bring her the wrong omelet i mean it's gotta be life has to be so difficult for her just everything 100 percent writes negative yelp reviews on a reg oh oh are you kidding me yeah she doesn't have any other like i like a nice maybe little game of solitaire she's just you ever see her on her phone it's not texting it's negative yelp reviews i think you nailed it Coda. That's what she's doing. She's she's doing all of them and rescuing animals. Good. I'm glad she rescues animals. Good. I That's want it. some proof. That's the only, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, anyway. Ugh. Okay. So next week will be interesting with them because it looks like. I mean, I, I want I, I want an expert to just go. So you hate us and you hated Chris after one day. Whatever. Lindsay and Mark. I mean, right away in the very beginning, she said she never knew she was going to have to take the reins on so many difficult life decisions and mark was like he rolls his eyes it's exactly what you said on after party giving the shirt off your back and then reminding you <laughs> i mean that you're wearing it it is so she writes down sh- uh, some shit that she's she prepared to speak uh to talk about and and i wish i had taken complete notes on everything she said but she she simply listed everything and it was the grossest like display of somebody thinking that they're dropping the mic but really it back like it made me feel so just like i i mean i've always been i truly believe i made your life better i fixed your home i was there for you for the loss of your pet which by the way what did i say i said she was good when she fucking was there being annoying by the way when he's trying to put his cat down and I, I, I told you she was going to be like, remember when I helped remember. you put your cat away? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So remember when I helped you? Put- yes. Yes. She did. And she, she said something. I forget what it was at the beginning of the episode <laughs> when they were all talking about the thing. She said, um, she said something about it. She got to know Chris and she was, oh yeah, she was talking about Chris and Alyssa. And she was like, I got to know Chris and I was, I was real team Chris. I swear to God, she like. <laughs> Did is the she voice. doing the voice now? Is it? God, that'd be it amazing. Felt like it it oh. felt like she really went into it at some point when she was saying that. And I was, 
<laughs> I was like, is it Mary? Is Mary dubbing my TV right now? What's oh, happening? Oh God, that'd be amazing. It it would be. I would really change my feelings for her if she just embraced the voice and just started doing it. But I mean, it's she's like you said, it's pretty close. Okay, that letter, all those things, and what was the what she said something about? You got to know the magic, got, the magic of Lindsay, <laughs> magic Lindsay, like the magic of Lindsay sounds like a, a sentence, like a like be careful, you're gonna get the magic of Lindsay. <laughs> like if you, I I, can't, I have no words exactly a threat. Oh, it's it's she. Okay, so I would actually compare her to Alyssa, and this is why she probably doesn't like Alyssa, and Alyssa doesn't like her. There was no responsibility, no accountability. Kevin showed, Kev showed her the clips <laughs> of her saying, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. Um, there was no, again, uh, we feel how you will about Elijah Wan. He said, I looked at those and I, and I was horrified. Yeah, yeah. Lindsay, you show her the clips. You think you shouldn't have done that, Lindsay? And she's like, nope, I should have done exactly that. Should have been meaner. <laughs> what did she say when Kevin said, uh, are you still Mrs. Mark the Shark? She said, absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I have maybe defended her a little bit or her behavior. And, you know, again, some people on the Facebook page and I've said, like, hurt people, hurt people. And, you know, and I, should, and I agree with that. I, I get it. I don't but, think. But I'm changing my tune because there, oh, okay. there comes a point where you have to you cannot just be an asshole and be mean and cruel to people because you feel bad or hurt inside. Like you need to figure that out because that, I mean, I, I know that's where we'll go. Cause I mean, just watching towards the end of this reunion and, and the way she's treated Mark, she is just a real piece of shit. And she's, she's all she wants to do is cut deep. That's all she wants is to hurt him and it made me sad when they were like, well, why, when Kevin was like, well, why did you say yes on decision day? And, and Mock was like, well, in the beginning, you know, no, he said something. He was like, every week it was like, so, so volatile. So like really high highs, low lows. But then like the last couple weeks or the, maybe it was just last week, it was kind of stable. And that was enough for him to want to give it a shot. And that makes, that breaks my heart, you know, cause he really saw what good there is in her he saw it but she man she's well, fucking she, scary she is so so she she has a narrative and she won't she doesn't back away from it and he called her out on that which i appreciated because he's like when you tell a story you you leave out the context yeah you, you you act like in fact he said she because she kept complaining at first of all she goes on about that fucking phone again and the instagram and she's got a real oh. beef with phones this girl so he says, I made changes right away to that right, because right. I saw that it bothered her. And she didn't argue that. She just sat there. So she she never gets over anything. Right. So we know this already. So she saw him look at his phone th three times on the honeymoon and she's been pissed off about it ever since or whatever the fuck's going on with her. <laughs> Again, you know, Mark, safety alert, change every and all passwords that you'll ever have. Honestly. So, and then it, it, she basically says, yeah, he basically kicked me out and told me um, that I have no rights and that he was going to change the locks. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. After you went for my throat, like he's, right. he says you. So she does seem someone that you'd have to change the locks on. Sorry. I'm I, legitimately. She seems like you would. 
What's that? <laughs> What's the movie? I'm going to change my locks because I'm I know. fucking afraid she's going to find out where I live. Seriously. I think. What's the movie with De Niro? Cape Fear. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. She sees she at the end of this, she said she's moving to San Diego. We'll get into that. But I just feel like she's moving under Mark's vehicle. <laughs> I, I don't trust her at all. And he, you know what? He. He does. He doesn't like confrontation. He talked about being bullied as a kid and just in and, and that she's the worst bully he's ever dealt with. He would put her at the top of the list of bullies. And that that wasn't said lightly from him. That wasn't he didn't say that as a dig or as a, you know, because people throw the word bully around very, I think, you know, irresponsibly. He spoke up for himself and I'm glad he did. She didn't defend that. You know, she didn't say, no, I'm not. Did did you see what she did? I'm going to have to go back what? and put it on our, our I'm going to put it on our Instagram stories. When he said that she was the worst, he would put her at the top of the list of bullies. She made hard fucking eye contact with him and went, <gasps> hmm. Are it you serious? Oh, oh my God. That it made like me sick. Makes the hair yeah. on the back of my neck stand up. Like, yeah. It was brutal. And and to that was it to me. I'm, I'm like, that's I'm not saying Mark's like you've said before, like doesn't have a lot of salt doesn't have a lot of pepper. Like, I'm not saying he's flawless in this marriage or the way they communicated. But if you're bullied that way. Right. You're when you're a kid and then you have someone who says the meanest shit they can about you, which we all heard. And I don't know why Kevin never brought up the small balls in the bowling alley. Rant, I thought I they were going to show that. <laughs> Like, I guess why we have that next be a, week. I ho- I mean I I want that that needs to be viewed by everyone all at once and then she should have to speak to it. But he said that she yeah you everyone if you didn't catch that moment I'm going to go back and I'm going to I'm going to put it on her stories um today so, because it was it was so it was it was jarring to me truly. I I was like oh, oh she's basically daring him. Oh it was like, scary. So mean. Yeah, it was just mean. And yeah. she just found she found a way to c- cut him this entire time. And it's really just unnecessary, right? So right. Jasmine and Michael didn't stay together. Now, they got a little sort of like heated about some things that didn't work in there, but they weren't tearing each other apart when they were talking to Kevin, right? Again, we still have another week, so God knows. But it was just unnecessary. I need a strong man. Um she said she said he again helped him out with the family home. She says he used her for seven days to finish the family home. To fix and, the- <laughs> and then she said said something about uh, the, he said, you know, he went over, went off. On, she went off on him and like went out, came out his throat, basically, and was saying, I'll come for you. And again, referenced that it was something over Instagram. I mean, this bitch is a real she needs to fucking talk to Zuckerberg or someone. I mean, yeah, you got a pro- she's got a problem with Instagram. I mean, I could see her in his face. I'll come for you. And that's when he said, I'll change the locks. Okay. It was a safety so thing for himself. <laughs> that poor guy's got to sleep with one eye open. And t- I mean, you know what I mean? They say he's got those big eyes. Just picture only one of them closed at night. Because there's no way you could sleep any other way while she's lurking. Yeah. I mean, he definitely said he could have stood up for himself more in the beginning. And then I felt like he was definitely doing that on this. And he said... He did. I, I was really proud of him. Yeah. Uh, he she when she read her letter about the magic the magical Lindsay. Magical she, Lindsay. 
Oh, you do it so good. He's like, that stuff doesn't outweigh the bad. You're, you're, it, she's too negative for him. She's always telling him, like, she started off saying that she uh, made all his life decisions for him. It's like, just get out of the way. And, and also, I don't believe for a second, by the way, if she thinks he used her for seven days to finish his three, three family home. He would have kept that fucking place the exact same way oh, and, and ex- be living it and having a nice time right now. He didn't give a fuck. He was exactly. he's too stuck in his ways. Yeah. So I'm not, I don't believe for a second that he got excited about Lindsay's uh, interior decorating skills and thought, I'll stick this out for seven more days while the person who is the worst bully I've ever been spoken to by in my life berates me. But I just but I really got to get the clutter out of here. Oh, yeah, yeah. I want to get rid of that dark paneling. It's so 70s. Lindsay, um, I'm just going to, again, be afraid for my life and and just be miserable if you'll stay here and help me carry shit. Shut up. I Yeah, I know I'm a small, bald piece of shit, but can you please help me change my carpet? Um, She... when she when she talked about how she moved, I think she's at San Francisco, like Palo Alto or oh, something I said, like that. I'm joking. I'm not joking. I'm wrong. I said San Diego. Yeah, San Francisco. Oh, whatever. Whatever. She made a dig about his intellect and said he wasn't intellectual and Kev called her out on it. And um, she talks about, but then she she's like, I'm really smart and really quick witted. And that's why I banged all the engineers in Boston and had to move. <laughs> Honestly, I was like the the last three minutes were worth watching this reunion for me with just the shit that came out of her mouth talking about her future plans and her little bit about her past with the engineers. That was amazing. And you said a dig at Mark's intellect. Not only like when Kevin's like, oh, are you taking a dig? And she she's like, no, he he's he's not an intellect, which is that even the right way to say it? Wouldn't you say like he's not an intellectual person i don't know i don't again i don't have the intellect to know what the right thing to say is so i would never claim that but she looked like such garbage like i'm i'm really smart <laughs> like it was it, it was so mean it was just so unnecessary it's there's so there's the just the biggest chip on her shoulder about this entire thing and again i was very surprised that there was no self-reflection. I really was. I thought oh. she's going to watch this back and be horrified. We all thought that. I thought so. I mean, I just can't imagine. She reads a letter, says things like the the magic of Lindsay, and then <laughs> says like to him, like, you know, I made you a better person and all this stuff. And, and that she had the balls to be like, um, yeah, I just rented a condo in San Francisco and got an amazing job. I want what's her amazing job? I can't imagine that. I can't, I, I, I don't, she is just as, what's the word? Like she's missing or lacking self-awareness as much or more than Alyssa. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's, I get, that's why they can't stand each yeah. other because they're just, they're, they're very, di- they're similar versions of each other and just uh, different, different, different appearances. Different basically. voices. Just the, the, yeah. Different voices. One mm-hmm. talks like this. And the oh. other one, the other one just ate some parliaments and got on, <laughs> got on camera. Um, so it was when there was a weird moment, and when she said she has no desire to have him in his life, have him in her life, blah blah blah. And he's like, "Okay, you know, but what did I tell you when you moved out? I said, have you know, good luck in California, and I still wish you the best." I I was like, "Wait, so she was moving to California before you guys broke up?" 
You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. I was well, confused by that. Or what did she get an offer? And then I don't, I don't know. I was just sort of confused by the um, unless, timeline on that. Well, I was going to say, and that's the tricky thing with this, with the timelines. Do you think maybe he was even just referencing like maybe the last time they spoke, which right. would have been... I get so fucking confused. Yeah, it I don't was know. just sort of confusing for me. Yeah, but um, yeah. I'm sure it's not. I'm like I'm trying to be like a private detective here, and it's not panning out. But um, <laughs> well, I'm not yeah. helping. But <laughs> well, I don't know. It was just weird. But I, other than the big moment, really was the the stare down and the <gasps> whenever he said that she was the bully it was just really definitely got under my skin. Put that on Instagram if you wouldn't mind, because I want to see yeah. that too. That's yeah. like that's. Yeah, I, I think I was just so, I almost had to look away just with the words, you know, just like, she's so shitty. She's just so shitty. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna get it up there because it was just, I, I obviously haven't deleted that episode because I like to watch these things like six times. So, you know, it's funny. They should, not funny, but like get some merch where Lindsay's, it's, you know, we've got, I'm a good person for Alyssa. I'm really smart for Lindsay with a picture of Parliament's. And then we could just get some nice ones for the other and put it on our merch page that we don't have. Can the can the Lindsay one, can the back of the t-shirt just be her reverse cowgirl on 15 different engineers? <laughs> yeah, yeah. In the bed, she really it'll loves be, to it'll bring be up a, the, the engineer situation. The mattress will be like the shape of Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's perfect. Well, God knows what next week's going to bring. I think because the ex they showed that the experts are there and the fact I just love like you. I forgot what Viv said, but when Alyssa's like, I didn't think I was going to be I was told I wouldn't be attacked. And she, Viv's like, I did. That was a question. We just asked you a question. I, I hope they yeah. fucking rip her a new one. Well, I also really hope that they this was brought up in the Are You My Podcasters, our Facebook group, which I've already told you to join. But please do. <laughs> And we've brought this up on the podcast. We really felt like they went pretty light on Lindsay and, and they kind of rip into Mark for not giving her more. But they never seem to say to her, like, he can't really give you more because you terrorize him and shut him down and say mean things. So if you want more from him, he needs to feel a bit safer. Right. He's the op- you guys couldn't be more opposite. He's I'm I'm a mock the shock. I am crawl in a hole when there's confrontation. And if you're going to yell at me, like, just expect waterworks. Um, so. I understand that. And I'm not, you know, I'm not saying that one extreme is better than the other, but I just, I, I felt like there, we never really saw them stand up for him or, right. Or, or really. T- so it looks like next week they some, say, say something about like, when you get in there, you, you know, you go for the jugular. It looked like Pepper said so, maybe something like that. I assume they're talking to her, but it better be brought up. It, yeah, no, I think you're right. And I'm hoping, like you just said, that that was aimed at her when Pepper said that about the jugular. It looked it, like he was like crying at the end of that, of the read. I like know. it looked like he was, because he was like, I've literally never been bullied like this in my life. Like, it just. Well, he's probably, it was probably traumatizing too. If he truly was bullied as a kid and had, you know, that's also a little bit on the experts. Why did you, why'd you give him, you know, pair him with this fucking bulldozer? You know, like, yeah. wh- like why, where, explain your decision making explain the process in which you thought these two would be a good couple because it's not fair i mean the whole idea that like he could never say anything back to her because there was never an opportunity you can't 
crazy always wins, you know, and I'm not saying like that in a careless way, like, oh, she's crazy. Somebody I'm crazy at times, but unhinged and irrational and too much always wins. You know, you can't fight that with reason. And so, of course, he shut down and nobody helped. Right. You know, right. That's our beef about this fucking beef. Big meat eater. Big meat eater. Well, expect next week to be just as full of rage and opinions and um, everything else. And hopefully the ones that seemed like they made progress and that we enjoyed this episode. Don't fuck it up for us next week. Let's have a little bit of joy in our life. I know. Come on. I just a week or two where I don't have a sore throat from screaming till I taste blood. <laughs> Honest to God, every Wednesday, it's like Thursday, I have to take a lozenge, take a yeah, a lozenge and whatever. Anyway, Kuda, thank you. Uh, for Thank you for for holding me through this. I got you, girl. I got you, boo. Thanks, boo. I'd never tell you that you have small balls and that you're stupid. <laughs> Good friends don't say some of those things whether they're true or not so i appreciate it because my balls are kind of small but thank you uh go see mary in indianapolis june 10th and 11th go see sarah colonna in chicago june 10th through 12th yeah. yes yeah you got it you got a friday saturday sunday weekend that'll be awesome yeah cool. and then um you guys please uh be be subscribed subscribe 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 to the podcast so you know that we what we do in between as we will keep you very entertained we promise. And there's not a ton of time in between. So stay again. Stay tuned. Yeah, we still have to. I mean, we have a reunion and then a where are they now? I mean, we got we're married at first sight. Flooded. Man, my mom is so proud. All right. Love you, Kuda. Bye. Bye.